This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Studio C. Oh, C, senor. It's a dimly lit room. Where? Deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, on a Monday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The firefighters of the West. Yeah. It's a heck of a deal. Tell you what, they're general managing people's uh, lives and homes and businesses and the rest of it right now. Holy cats. So uh, is, when when this is finally over, whenever that will be, is there going to be a conversation about uh, managing this in the future so it does, doesn't get this tinderboxy? I think there are conversations about that all the time, honestly. What are you going to do? you got a vast expanse that's super lush in the winter and super dry in the summer. I don't know, like where my parents live in Arizona because they'd had enough wildfires. They have such strict rules for how far apart trees have to be and everything like that. And it's a lot of work to keep your property. Oh, that, yeah. The walls compounded down. wood were all, that's what it's all about. Yeah. But I Fire safe community. It's a certification you get. Hmm. But I don't know. It's if the vast do. swaths of land that are the problem. Right. right. Anyway, we'll, well have where a, are you building? I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. A lot of people saying that. Uh, it's a question of uh, where you build and where you can get insurance, and, and just it's it's crazy. Um, so we'll have a lot on that, and uh, God, I'll tell you what. I hate to be the first person to bring it up, but Uh-oh. I was taking in some of the Sunday news shows. Their, their um, hysteria and level of interest over the whole... Trump, Cohen, this and that is just, I, I I wish I had a better idea of what our audience wants. Because I just think, really? Oh, man. This morning, really? it's, uh, they're, they're at fever pitch. Can it's we, just, it's gossip. It's crap. Can we wait and see if something comes out of it? When we have any idea what the facts are? We do, there's so much speculation around if this, if that, if that, if that. Right. With very little dots to try to connect lines between. It reminds me a lot of the speculation during the OJ trial. The housekeeper would testify for an hour and a quarter, and that would fuel three days worth of discussion. Which was about fine. barking dogs and plaintive whales and the rest of it. Which was fine because good, good times. You could either be in it or not, and it was didn't have national implications. But. Or did it, Jack? Racism in America, <laughs> policing. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's introduce everybody in the squad. We'll start over there with our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. I have not eaten any, eaten anything bad in now a week, and there's a donut sitting out there. And it's oh, like, no. It's like I feel a magnetic Jack, pull. Jack. I feel a magnetic pull toward that donut. Anyway, how Jack, are you this morning, I'm Michael? delicious. Yes, I know you're delicious. <laughs> hey, I'm doing good. You know, I'm thinking of the cord cutting. Uh, I keep looking at it. I guess that's a really growing thing is everybody's cord cutting, get rid of the cable box and stuff. But my biggest worry that stops me from doing it is watching like a major sporting event or like the World Series, and suddenly you get the dreaded buffering, 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 and 
You know, I would never hear the end of it from my girlfriend about, you know, you decided to do this now. Oh, I can't watch well, TV. and uh, You're already hen-packed. <laughs> you haven't been together that long. In, like, and it's all in theory. Yeah, so. That's fantastic. Yeah, I got the numbers on cord cutting, which I was going to get to. To me, it was um, while it was a big number, it was amazing how many people haven't done it yet. Oh, I've got it right in front of me, but we'll get to that later, I suppose. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Um, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? I am outraged. I am furious. Um, there have been few uh, silly kind of, you know, big trend joy things that I enjoy more than a certain fast foods uh, monopoly game over the uh, the past several years that it's been around. I really do enjoy that whenever it comes around. Which my, fast food is that? I, I uh, Anonymous, because I don't know if they're complicit in this in this scam or <laughs> okay, not. Gotcha. So it's McDonald's, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, fine. He figured it out. <laughs> so, Jerome Jacobson, an ex-cop. Using a network of mobsters, psychics, strip clubs owners, and drug traffickers won almost every prize in this McDonald's contest for almost 12 years until the FBI launched Operation Final Answer. That's The, the article then goes on for about 14 pages and so many words about how he did it <laughs> yeah. and, and the way that the FBI cracked down on this guy. But, uh, but Was yeah. he doing something illegal or wrong or just good at the game? Inside job. Oh, okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good at the game. Well, I want to know more about this. I don't know. I don't know about this game, I, I, but I, I like the idea that somebody was scamming it. Yeah, I don't know. It's fast food. Come on. What are the prizes? It's millions and millions of dollars. Is it really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do yeah. you get you get cash? So for you're brands? honestly you're not familiar with the McDonald's nope. monopoly and game. I did it's, McDonald's. it's been the biggest. And I retail Mc- promotion in the last 50 years. And I probably. eat at McDonald's every week. Wow. You just don't care about <laughs> the damn probably, game. You're there for the burger. You've thrown away so many free Frosty cones. I was yeah. uh, I was unaware it even existed, and I eat at McDonald's weekly. I ate a, I won a free chicken McNugget one time. Hey, right. one, Mc, one McNugget? Or did they give you several? <laughs> I think it was a full size. One single McNugget. I think it was a six-piece. <laughs> you know, I want to hear about this. I totally hear you because I see these little games and I think I'm just here for a burger. I don't want to take the time and energy to to uh, you know contemplate and comprehend how this game works, how I'm likely to win it. This is not going to be my new hobby. You're just one, throwing away value. One of my grocery stores is just always the the checkout person asking the person for me, "Are you playing our whatever game it is?" Yeah, I am. And then that takes like five minutes for them to get the right this or like whatever, oh whatever. Oh get boy. out of the way. You got eggs. I got my. Let's do business here. Come on. Speaking of the grocery store, I gotta tell. I should tell the. Should I tell this? I'll tell this story now. No, I'll tell the story in a few minutes. I can't wait. A grocery store mishap that you all will find hilarious. <laughs> oh I think. My. Oh boy. <laughs> I just hope no one was hurt. That led to the worst smell I've ever smelled. Oh boy. So <laughs> in my boy. entire life, and I used to pick up dead cattle for a living. Oh boy. <laughs> Do you remember when that woman, when we were uh, riding along with the paramedics and that woman plotsed in front of us? And uh, this, that was pretty awful. This was too. worse than anything oh, you've ever smelled. No. Oh, uh, no. There's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing all right. We've got a couple of celebrity birthdays oh, today. Yes. A couple of icons, my friend. First out of the box, actor and former California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger it is, is 71 years old. Yes. Net worth. $400 million, which is still intact since Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver have just crossed the seven-year mark in their divorce case with no end in sight. Seven? That's, what? First of all, yes. that's been yes. seven years? Yes. And uh, and they're not divorced yet. No. They're just working on it. Yeah. Michael I Weather. say <laughs> Right. I'd say that, too, at this point. There weren't any allegations of uh, domestic violence, were there, Michael? 
I mean, stop whining. <laughs> Seven years, and there was no prenup. Well, but so is this a? Um, they might get back together, so they're dragging their feet, or is this a the, the battle last this long? No, Arnold just hasn't wanted to make it final, and then Maria goes back and forth. Some oh, okay, months well, that's, she really that's wants fun. to, other months she doesn't doesn't yeah. care. Oh, I've heard of people. Well, it's their business. I yeah, guess. absolutely. Stop it. <laughs> and our other... what's our favorite? Where's our favorite clip, Michael? Have we lost it? Did somebody take it? The violence you clip. son of a bitch. No, but I hope that. you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach. There you he go. threatening his wife's lawyer. <laughs> I hope you leave enough room for my fist. Yes. Because I'm going to ram it into your stomach. Oh, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what, to, so he's worth what, 400 million, you said? Yeah. What's the maid worth? <laughs> hey, no. I bet, she, it. I bet oh. she got a few bucks laying around now. Her yeah. doppelganger son. And our other iconic birthday today, turning 50, actually this week, turning 50 this week. To all beef and special sauce, red cheese, pickles, onions, on it, sesame seed bun. McDonald's Big Mac. Yes, indeed. The Big Mac is 50 this week. Tasty goodness that is priceless. Yeah, it is good. I haven't had one in a while, but maybe I'll have one today in honor of it. There so you it's go. Success. Pick up one of those Monopoly game pieces. Start playing along. <laughs> they wow. need to answer for that. Are you complicit in this? Wow. McDonald's. You, Ronald. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. It has to be the Hamburglar, right? If there's a crime. <laughs> right. I'm Jack I'm Armstrong. <laughs> He's Joe Getty on this Monday, July 30th, year 2018. We're setting you straight in 21-8. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Here's the beginning of the show officially according to fcc rules and regs here we go at mark obviously i knew that i would never have said he was a reputable lawyer i just said he was a scoundrel there you go oh my <laughs> some tough talk there from america's mayor so we got to play the back-to-back clips of uh, rudy giuliani like a week ago saying look he's an honorable man you can trust him <laughs> and then all, a, a number of shows over the weekend he called the he called cohen pathological right and a man every word that comes out of his mouth is a lie right he said he was a scoundrel right <laughs> wow well it's, 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 it's new truths have been uncovered yeah Live and learn, huh? Uh, what are their headlines, Marshall? Well, crews continue battling those explosive fires in the West while police are now dealing with looters. Trump's lawyer poo-pooing the Cohen tapes and another communications mogul charged with sexual harassment. Stories coming up minutes from now. Fantastic. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's very good. We have some terrific weekly shower thoughts and a quote from George Orwell that will explain a lot that's going on in the modern world. It will snap your eyes open and enlightenment will stream into your brain. And this won't take long. My grocery mishap that led to the worst smell I've ever smelled. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Stay tuned for the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, you've been on Twitter or Facebook for years, you might want to go back to the old days and check and see what you posted because uh, the political correctness police are going back through time and there have been cultural changes that have happened very quickly. It's funny you should mention that. It's as if we coordinated this. So we'll get into that later. Here's what happened. At some point last week, I'm thinking it was Thursday. It was the most recent time I had driven this particular pickup truck. I remember telling my wife I'd stop and get a gallon of milk because we were out of milk. So I stopped and I got a gallon of milk, but then forgot about it. I left it in my truck. Oh, boy. I left a gallon of milk in the back of my truck on the floor. I'm going to try not to puke. 
for three days, which where I live, it was 105, 107, and 103 those three mm. days. Windows up, doors shut. No. Oh, so inside, probably one, 140. 140, 150. Easily. At some point, <laughs> the gallon of milk exploded from the heat. <laughs> Kapuya! I didn't Kapuya. know. Didn't know that would happen. Yeah, and uh, and that led to the single worst smell I've ever smelled in my life. Worse than, and I've done some really awful jobs, and this was the worst smell I've ever smelled in my life. I, I could chunder over this story. We were going to go for a bike ride, and I actually had the kids ride in the truck. We went to the park. It was. It was. I didn't realize how bad it was till we were like halfway there. <sighs> We got the windows down, and my kids have their clothes over their nose. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a sick enough. Wow. Wow. Somebody call the county, please. So I uh, I hosed her down real good. Oh, you'd have to. Covered her with uh, all kinds of soap and detergent. But, man, it was awful. That had don't, to be a fun job. Don't let a right. gallon of milk explode in your car and then bake at 150 degrees <laughs> for three days. There's your pro tip. Mailbag. Oh, oh no. Disgusting. Let's say. All right, so the uh, the whole scouring your social media presentism. I saw Les Moonves, the uh, head guy at CBS. They're thinking about dumping him or getting rid of him, some sort of sexual harassment. I have no idea what he did. It may have been loathsome, but I don't know. But it got me started thinking as I'm driving in this morning about people doing things that are perfectly in the mainstream and okay according to the standards and practices. Uh, of their time, the laws of their time, the scientific knowledge of their time. They're they're just, they're right. Nobody thinks twice about what they do. And then down the line, people engage not only in presentism, but in savage, judgmental, won't listen to any reason presentism. And how scary that is. In his particular case, he's got a couple of accusations that have been against the law and all morals all right. at every point in the history of human beings. So Get rid of them, then. That's uh, fine. But, uh, but, I, again, but that's absolutely true. That's just what I was thinking about, whether it's the founding papas or, or whatever. But this quote from George Orwell in 1984 is so, so good. Now, some people want to relate this to the uh, Civil War, the Confederate memorials and that sort of thing. Um uh, I've never been in favor of uh, destroying them, but I think they they need to be in the proper context and discussed. But anyway, Orwell said the following. Every record has been destroyed or falsified. Every book rewritten. Every picture has been repainted. Every statue and street building has been renamed. Every date has been altered. And the process is continuing day by day and minute by minute. History has stopped. Nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. Did you hear that Austin's actually considering the name, uh, changing the name of the city? Austin, Texas, the capital of the second biggest state in our country. Yeah. Is considering changing the name of the uh, the city because of that sort of thing. Because Stephen A. Austin was uh, soft on slavery a little bit. Right. He was very 18th century, to my mind. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good one. Where do you right. stop? Destroy the past. Don't give I'm, I'm, any context for beliefs or traditions or whatever. That way you can say they're whatever well, they you want them to be. The story I brought us um, about what happened in England. So somebody put up that Kipling poem in a university, and then some students painted over it, and then the university officials said, yeah, you're right. He did have some colonial attitudes in 1904. Right. Even though it's the 
poem of England. It's the most beloved poem in all of England and has been for decades. I hadn't read it before. It's great. It's it's it. Everybody ought to have it memorized. Now it's it's seen as something you, you can't have at all. I'm telling you, if, discussing changing Austin, Texas, is not much of a leap before Washington, Jefferson, all that stuff's going right, or at least under in discussion by serious people. How can we? Revere someone from the 1700s. This is the 21st century. Nothing except an endless present in which the party is always right. That's interesting. Warning, warning, warning. Here are your weekly shower thoughts on a lighter note as compiled by Rich in Salt Lake City. That's right, a lighter note than oppression and totalitarianism. There's a scene in Forrest Gump. My daughter, uh, Delaney May, who's home from school, thank God. We've missed her terribly. Uh, She uh, mentioned she saw Forrest Gump for the first time the other day. Really enjoyed it. Hates Jenny, though. Can't stand Jenny. What's the like about Jane? Nothing. Jenny's uh, a bad person. There's a scene in Forrest Gump showing that he made a ton of money from Apple stock purchased in the 70s. When we saw that scene in 1994, we all thought, too bad we missed the boat on that one. <laughs> right. Good point. That is a good one. If you'd have bought that, if you'd have walked out of the movie theater and bought Apple stock, you wouldn't have to work anymore. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. If humans are able to survive the next couple million years, history classes will become a huge pain in the butt. Boy, that's so true. As long as, you know, we uh, are able to preserve our records, that will just be way too much to study. I love this one. There was once a marketing person tasked with coming up for a super catchy catchphrase for a new hit breakfast cereals character who was a talking cartoon tiger. So he had to come up with a catchphrase. He showed up to the meeting with, they're great. <laughs> Seriously, Jim? That's what you've come to us with? They're great? No, no, no. The tiger will say it really cool, though. They're great. They're great, Jim. Worked pretty well. Maybe the ghosts of insects you've killed come back to haunt you, and that's why it sometimes feels like a bug is crawling on you when there actually is not. Wow. (laughs) That'll freak you out. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. All right, moving along. Oh, we don't have much time left. Oh, that's the infamous milk story. Here's a a dark uh, guest shower thought by Christy, the teacher. It's a dark shower thought. Is it beheaded or debodied? Really? Uh, K-S-H-A-D-Y keeps saying, how absolutely dare you? That's Christy, the teacher. Thank you, Christy. Uh, Mark's topic is, how absolutely dare you? I was on the phone with a borrower as a mortgage originator, and I let her know that she'd way overvalued her home, and she womp-womped it. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. I just wanted to say the new catchphrase. KWWTCDCIA, keep womp-womping those caged-disabled children illegal aliens. Wow. Nice sign-off, Mark. <laughs> wow. How dare you? Get a heart, sir. Here's a pop quiz. <laughs> God. It broke the internet, Jack. It's gotten thousands of uh, retweets. Pop quiz. Which item below has San Francisco passed aggressive legislation to ban from city streets because it's so horrifying? Is it A, dirty needles, B, human feces, or C, plastic straws? Ouchie. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's caught on because, well, it's because it's so rich. And finally, here's Chris who wants to know, what's the deal with the goat soap? There are going to be human trials with me and the guys using your mm. wife's soap. Have to ask so we'll have that. to uh, yeah, get an update on that. So Marshall's got his news and all the latest. And yeah, more erasing history in the news. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
took in most of the big uh, Sunday shows yesterday. That's your uh, Meet the Press, Face the Nation, ABC This Week, and Fox News Sunday. Uh, they all God em- bless you for your discipline. They all emphasize the uh, Russian uh, investigation too much to my mind. But by far, the one that is the least fair and has the most unfair tone is weekly Meet the Press. I don't know if it's because uh, Trump going after sleepy-eyed Chuck Todd's so regular or whatever, but that one, he starts with a sneer and a can-you-believe-this-guy from the beginning. Wow. I mean, there's just no attempt at objective journalism on that show. Wow. They've gone the way of CNN. Yeah. Made a business decision. The great seat of Tim Russert. It's, yeah. It is what it is. Times change. Yeah. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Out in the West, at least 33 fires are burning right now. 17 in California with the largest California wildfire continuing to claim lives. At least six people have been killed in the car fire burning near Redding in Northern California. Two of those were firefighters. That fire is up to almost 100,000 acres. you got 3,000 firefighters battling it. They've managed to make some progress. They've brought it to 17% containment. The winds are calming down a little bit. So far, the fires destroyed over 800 uh, buildings and forced thousands of people from their homes. And along with fighting the fires, authorities say they are now having to deal with looters. Ah, oh, God dang it. Oh, that, is, that, that is... I have trouble even contemplating that happening to other people. I can't imagine what I would do if it has happening to me. I mean, that is the worst of humanity right there. The absolute worst of humanity. This is exactly the sort of thing that would end very badly, but I would love to get together an association of, say, anybody who owns a piece of State of Jefferson clothing or hat. All of us. Anybody who owns anything camo. We're all going to meet at a basketball stadium. We'll we'll settle on how to act, and then we will fan out, and we will take care of any looters. How do you not protect des- our neighbors? That's disgusting. Yeah. How do you not decide to shoot looters on sight in law, as law enforcement? Isn't that the only way to stop it? Yeah, well, that's why they do it. Yeah, they they make the prospect of looting so terrifying. Nobody with in the right mind would do it. Of course, you know, some uh, poor son of a gun who's just returning to see if his pet dog is okay gets identified as a looter by somebody and shot dead, and then it's over in the modern world. But right. Meantime, uh, I, I tell you what, though, if you find those people and you bust them for looting, I say a 50-year sentence. How about that? Mandatory, no parole, 50 years. Meantime, uh, second firefighters died fighting the Ferguson fire. That's the one burning near Yosemite National Park. And parts of the park are expected now to remain closed throughout the remainder of this week, throughout the, the week. Smoke God damn it, you're running, you're running for your life, and you have to worry about scumbags coming along and stealing from your house while you're gone. That's just unbelievable. And people that morally bankrupt, that cruel, that heartless. Right. I, I don't, don't want, them, want in them in the herd. I don't want them in society. I want them to ship, be shipped off to the Armstrong and Getty prison camps we used to describe at length. Prison islands, penal islands, where they're never seen again. Yeah, there's no they're way they're not going to be tortured or starved or anything like that. There's no way you want that person in society. You don't want them raising kids. You don't want them as a employee or a neighbor. The sort of person that would think, "Hey, they're away from their houses. Let's go see what we can steal." That notion alone should send you off to a camp. I'm I mean, fine with that's that. just unbelievable. President Trump's lead attorney, Rudy Giuliani, dismissing the credibility of one Michael Cohen, Mr. Trump's former personal attorney, Cohen, under federal investigation. Last week, he released secretly recorded conversations between him and then-candidate Donald Trump 
where they appeared to discuss paying hush money to a former Playboy model. Now, which isn't against the law. Giuliani, just a couple of months ago, was talking about Cohen in glowing terms and how Rudy thought <laughs> Cohen would deal with the Mueller investigation. No, I expect that he is going to cooperate with him. I don't think they'll be happy with it because he doesn't have any incriminating evidence about the president or himself. The man is an honest, honorable lawyer. Well, Giuliani, <laughs> Giuliani's now telling Fox News he's certainly changed his opinion about Cohen. The man is a pathological manipulator, liar. I didn't know that. I didn't know him well, but I'd ha- I knew nothing bad about Michael Cohen until all of this started to happen in the last couple weeks. It's a pathological liar. <laughs> yeah, they played that yeah. tape, the uh, first one on yeah. CNN this morning. Uh, Rudy was on for, for a long time jawing with the anchorette babe there. Um, but she said, well, you said that only two weeks ago. He said, look, it happens all the time in life. You think somebody's a good person, then they stab you in the back. They betray you. I had some close associates. We worked together under the most stressful of times, he says, making reference to 9-11 is, is inevitable when Rudy's talking. And then you find out they're not the person you thought they were. Happens all the time. Well, so you hired a lawyer whose expertise is playing dirty pool with, with, uh, with bad people, probably. Yeah. And it turns out he's doing it to you, too. Right. That's like, you know. Shocker. It's like if you start relationships with people having an affair on their spouse and then right. they do it to you, you, you can't go, oh, my God. Beware. Yeah. Beware. Well, the board of directors for CBS is going to be meeting later today to discuss the allegations of sexual misconduct against their chairman and CEO, Les Moonves. The board will reportedly work out how it should go about investigating the harassment accusations coming from six women. The claims yeah, reported. I, I, I know this is the only way to report it, but it, yeah. it bothers me because I heard this story. I don't know how many times about harassment, and then I'd hear references of, you know, asking women that to dinner and blah blah blah. And then finally, at some point over the weekend, you get the story of him trying to rape a woman. Okay, that that's a big deal. That's not harassment. No, that is not harassment. It's violent but crime. Go on. Multiple reports are claiming some board members are weighing the possibility that Moonves should step away from his work while the investigation progresses. They're going to read the uh, most serious charge in it. Like like most of these, uh, it sounds very believable, and I still don't recall one that's turned out not to be true throughout this whole thing. Uh, every one of these people that have come under scrutiny have ended up uh, going, and we all believe they're guilty, right? Although nobody has faced any criminal anything yet well, other than bill cosby well old what's his name old fathead the rapist weinstein yeah he's yeah, got he's, charges uh, he is facing yeah. it yeah he will be but most most everybody's lost jobs and that sort of stuff without anything happening in a court of law but i think the lack of pushback is because they're they're in a no-win situation there you go that's a wrap that's your news i'm marshall phillips the armstrong and getty show the conscience of the nation I don't know. Thank you, Squawky, the bald eagle we keep chained in the production room. Oh, um, Squawky. It's about freedom. That's why we keep you chained. I don't know how many <laughs> I don't know how many non-media people know who Les Moonves is, but he's a really big deal. Yep. Legend in the business. He's about as yeah. big a deal as you can get in the world of uh, radio, television, film, everything. And Only slightly under Harvey Weinstein. And it sounds like he might be similar sort of guy, which is just amazing. Anyway, more on that and other stuff on the way. 
Is it possible to ruin a vehicle with a bad smell? Like it's just yes. undrivable anymore and yes. you can't sell it? Yes. You just have to bury it in the desert. There's a Seinfeld <laughs> episode about it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Couldn't get rid of the smell. You have to bury your truck in the desert or sell it to Syria or something. Sometimes a car will just, I don't know, catch fire. And it's total. You get the insurance check, you move on. Maybe I can donate it to Syrian rebels. Maybe that's the only people that wouldn't care. <laughs> no, they wouldn't drive that across the desert. <laughs> Call Michael Cohen. He knows what to do with that vehicle. <laughs> Says who? Uh, stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. things uh, coming up in a little bit we were right we knew we were right um about what happened in san jose san jose the night of a trump rally in which the police stood by and let trump supporters get beaten in the street right we knew we were right turns out the court agrees with us and we'll have the latest on that coming up oh did we rant and rave oh that that's one of the worst things that's happened um politically in my in 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 my life which doesn't include when things were assassinating and, and um, if you don't understand how, if one side gets away with oh, it, yeah. both sides will, and oh, we will yeah. descend into a nightmare, uh, you're a fool and an idiot. But that in a little bit. Uh, first, cowboy boot sandals are uh, becoming popular. I don't know that they actually Say are. Say again? They look like cowboy boots, but they're sandals on the bottom. <laughs> oh, that's great! I guess if it's hot, but you it's still hilarious. want to You know what I noticed the other day in the workplace? <laughs> the foot parts missing but the the like shin part is there i don't wear sandals because i'm a grown man but oh please some men would wear sandals i would never wear socks again if i could get away with it some men would wear sandals in public i i hear which i just find disgusting but (laughs) women get away with wearing sandals in the workplace because they're flip-flops they put a couple of fake diamonds on top of them yes and all of a sudden they're like dressy shoes absolutely they're just flip-flops with 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 fake jewelry on them correct there's (laughs) That's They're hilarious. Yes. That's hilarious. Well, and they then, they overpay for them too, in my experience. And then on casual no Friday, offense, honey. and then on casual Friday, the girls wear the sandals without the fake jewelry on top of them, which are exactly the same. Exactly. Um. So you know about the 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 star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame that Donald Trump has? Yeah. The Hollywood Walk of Fame has got to be a great disappointment for people coming from all over the world mm. who want to see it. Because uh, I don't know. The whole. Uh, I think if you go at all, you're a bit of a sap. <laughs> and what a sap wants and is pleased by, I don't know. Yeah. So maybe they love it. There's a lot of the so-called cool, glitzy Hollywood stuff that is uh, is a known in legend that is pretty gritty and not that great in person. But anyway. Yeah, yeah true to um, uh, So somebody uh, tore up the star. Then the next day, some people showed up supporting Donald Trump at the star. Right. Singing the national anthem, got in a fight with some anti-Trump people. Yes. Well, as of today, as of this morning, there are some... Guys dressed as Russian soldiers standing around protecting the star. Oh, boy. And it's hard to figure out exactly <laughs> you know what's what? going on here. Are these actually Russian soldiers yes. that Putin sent? Oh, stop it. As a jab in the eye? I don't think Are, that's a thing. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it people who really actually want to protect the star? 
Or is it supposed to be irony? I don't it's know. What's the old the, double reverse. It's irony. And it's pretty good irony. It's pretty funny. The, yeah. The <laughs> double reverse smokescreen is the perfect smokescreen for Putin to sneak in some soldiers under. <laughs> so there's <laughs> Russian soldiers men. protecting the star. I have sent in uh, patriots uh, to help the Russian-speaking people of America. <laughs> so of note, they are in full, like, oh, Russian yeah. fur. Oh, yeah. Like, hat. Oh, oh, oh my God. It's, it's so the, they're like... Oh, yeah. In Full the on. California heat. Oh, my God. That's Just braving the elements for the motherland. <laughs> that's some pretty good sarcasm oh, yeah, right there. <laughs> that's full-on we're driving Napoleon out of <laughs> Moscow clothing. <laughs> that's so, beautiful. <laughs> and then you got this. I hope I have time for it. It's really odd. Uh, Democratic congressional candidate Leslie Cockburn calls out GOP opponent for his love of Bigfoot erotica. <laughs> the challenger... Yes! The challenger in Virginia. I wonder if he tracks after Bigfoot wearing cowboy boots. This sandals. could be part of the blue wave. <laughs> the Democratic challenger in Virginia's fifth congressional district, Leslie Cockburn, called out her opponent. Um, her running uh, blah, 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 tweeted out, "My Cock- opponent Cockburn is usually pronounced as Coburn." Okay, uh, my opponent Denver <laughs> Riggleman. running mate of Corey Stewart, was caught on camera campaigning with a white supremacist. Okay, that's your starting charge. Now he has been exposed as a devotee of Bigfoot erotica. This is not what we need on Capitol Hill. Certainly not. You can't tweet that out without an explanation of what the hell you're talking about. Now that Captain Kirk making love to Spock stuff that was hot a while back. Now that's fine. Her evidence included a drawing of a naked Bigfoot with a large and long censored bar over the presumptive location of Bigfoot's privates. That's where I would assume Bigfoot's privates are. If it's a naked on. Bigfoot as opposed to a clothed Bigfoot. <laughs> that's an excellent point. Uh... My opponent, so the, the, she also posted a second image with Riggleman's face pasted on top of another naked but censored Sasquatch. <laughs> okay, I see that. So I don't get it. Why was he tweet? Why did? He, why were there ever pictures of Bigfoot with a bar over where his genitals? Would so be? this was from the gentleman Riggleman's Instagram account with the cover <laughs> art for hashtag Mating Habits of Bigfoot. So this seems to be he wrote some sort of fictionalized mating oh, habits yeah. of Bigfoot book. And, well, that uh, makes him sound it, like a weirdo. It to start oh, with. included yeah. some illustrations. Okay. It's hot hey, in the forest hair. tonight. Oh, yeah. Some complimentary illustrations. I don't know anything about this guy, but if he if he used to write Bigfoot books about Bigfoot mating habits, I'm not sure he's con- Congress. Well, actually, he is Congress material. Huh. But What are you against? Uh, there it is. Yep, that came up on the search. You against creative writing now, or and what? so in the book, it's got pictures. I got it, and then they put it. Did he put the censored bar over there in his book, or did it have the actual? That I do not know. Bigfoot genitalia in his book illustration. This may be the single stupidest charge ever in a political race. I'm looking at these pictures; they are obviously very, very silly. Uh, he's a uh, distillery owner and former Air Force intelligence officer. Why did he write a book about Bigfoot mating habits? Um, According to uh, the post did not originate from Bigfoot erotica, but are a joke his military friends played on him. Okay, he also right. told the newspaper he never thought the post would be used against him politically and labored <laughs> Coburn's tweets absurd. That's pretty funny. On the other hand, Louise Bruce, Coburn's campaign manager, doubled down telling the Daily Progress, quote, Leslie's been traveling throughout the district meeting with real people about real issues that matter them, uh, to them. Meanwhile, Mr. Riggleman is home scrubbing his social media Bigfoot erotica and who knows what else. 
Hey, that's a phrase I'll never have to say. I'm scrubbing my <laughs> social media of Bigfoot erotica. Oh, his um, alien autopsy porn and his <laughs> El Chupacabra hot, hot, hot sex. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got guys mounting up on the Chupacabra. He's actually co-authored a big, Bigfoot-related tome called Bigfoot Extum- Exterminators, Inc., the partially cautionary, mostly true tale of Monster Hunt 2006. But it's about people who are obsessed with Bigfoot and hunt for it, not Bigfoot erotica. So where did the pictures originally come from? It's, uh, it's, it's his, his buddies pasted his face on top of a Bigfoot picture. Mm. Um, for her part, Coburn has come under fire for a book she co-authored that is called Dangerous Liaison, the inside story of the U.S.-Israeli covert relationship. And that was accused of being anti-Semitic by the state GOP. So she's an anti-Semite, and he's a Bigfoot effer in this truly elevating but it's, Congressional race, this uh, a, a test of ideas, this intellectual wrestling match. But it's Virginia, so perhaps any sort of charge of sexual weirdness could really uh, help you out. Is that possible? I, I don't know. I do not know. God, the way individual races, the, the issues they turn on, if you looked at them all across the country, it would depress you. Right. How many of them would be about, I think their tax policy is too high. Not a lot of them. I believe he's fascinated by having sex with the Bigfoot. <laughs> what? God dang it, the... Uh, She's a Jew hater. You're a Bigfoot effort. The courts have gotten this one right so far. It turns out you can't beat down people who are just walking peacefully into a rally, even if it's Donald Trump. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.